The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. this and uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Bala, Bala Krishnan from uh, Liberty VA uh, for making some time to enlighten the public as to what we're dealing with here uh, in the territory from an infrastructure standpoint and you know <clears throat> I talked to my good friend uh, Adrian Williams and one of the things that she has uh, mentioned uh, is the, the commitment and the recovery um, and the government to not have to dig more than one time so that one dig thing uh, that's important, but we don't necessarily want it to be uh, something that's uh, holding back, uh, making things better for us, in particular for those who are uh, you know, traversing the roads and, and what have you. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, bring in Mr. Robert Luke now um, uh, for a little quick conversation. Let us know what's going on with him. Um, uh, my good friend, Lorna Nichols, uh, hooked me up with Robert, who was a DJ. Um, and a comedian here for back in the day. Uh, good morning, Robert Luke. What's up, man? Good morning, Neville James, man. Thank you so very much for having me on. I appreciate you. Nah, man. Uh, glad to, good to hear your voice. Where you been? <laughs> I've been doing some traveling. I've been doing some working around the States. But um, I think the last time I was here in, in St. Thomas, uh, my, my dear friends uh, were still... Uh, amongst the living, and so I, I'm here now uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, to um, I guess give honor and respect for libations for my dear friend uh, David Edgecombe, mm-hmm. and and then to you know I've been the last few days I've been here on St. Thomas actually, and I've been reaching out to to different people who I know were a part of the Starfest production that David Eskom put together um, back in the 90s. And um, what, what I'm really hoping is that there are still um, enough remaining Starfest performers. You know, I think there were uh, maybe half a dozen productions actually over the years. But what I'm really hoping, Neville, is that there are a number of Starfest performers who would would uh, be willing to come together and produce a Starfest show to to do two things really to to honor David Edgecombe's um, his his life his energy that he put into it not only as uh, as a production but he as uh, as a writer as a playwright um, and then the second thing is to to give honor and respect to the Reichold Center for the Arts where the Starfest productions were actually put on. So, you know, I've talked to I've talked to Vince Chapman, I've talked to Marie Fenton, I've talked to Shakima Jones Sprout, who is now the administrator on uh, Love City St. John. And and these folks are, are very interested in that. and I'm like I say, I'm just kinda hoping that um, by by being here and being on your show today that folks like Lorna Freeman and and Pressure and 
and who are whoever else again who are part of the Starfest Productions would lend their voices and their energy to put on another show for David and uh, and for the Reichel Center. Yeah, I, I'm looking at an article here from uh, 2001 on the source. It says Reichel offers its first Starfest video, and um, in this article they said um, last spring's seventh annual talent extravaganza. So this this had to have started in the mid 1990s. Yeah, they're about. I, I don't want to. I don't want to try to guess the exact year because it'll just but, make my yeah. gray hair fall out. <laughs> yeah, man, back in, no, 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 back no. in the mid-90s. Yeah, because they said um, more than 30 talented Virgin Islanders sing, dance, and otherwise strut their stuff on the professionally edited video, which runs about two hours and contains the whole show. So this was a, this was a, a pretty solid, a solid production that used to take place on an annual basis. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I, I was only a part of the the first, I, I believe, three Starfest um, productions. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it went on for some for some time, and and that uh, and I can't remember her last name, but that was really through the efforts of David Edgecombe and uh, and Denise over at the Reichel Center. She's just yeah, Denise. Just an incredible I mentioned the mention here, uh, Denise Humphreys. Yes, that's it, Denise Humphreys. Yes. Yeah. Like I say, just an incredible, incredible, powerful force uh, that woman is. No, that's uh, and of course for those who don't know, um, David Edgecombe, uh, he passed away in the latter part of 2021, and he was a, a tremendous writer, that's a uh, tremendous human being actually, and an asset uh, to the Virgin Islands, and he did work at uh, at, at UVI. He was a playwright and a professor. So, um, you know, yes, this, yes, this. Uh, this is an awesome uh, gesture uh, on your part, um, but um, to get away from that a little bit, and then we could we could cycle our way back to that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Robert Luke was a DJ up at WTJX. I mean, I'm excuse me, WSTX uh, back in the day, uh, and um, you you are you're a natural comedian anyway, so you brought flavor. To our ears, and uh, good to good to have you uh, oh. back in the territory. I wish it was under different circumstances, but um, yeah, yeah, um, you know, you know how that is. Um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll cope. Um, but um, talk a little bit about your career. And let let the public know where you're originally from and all that stuff. Who may be hearing you for the first wow. time? It's funny, man. I was um, I was actually paying the bills uh, uh, doing stand up comedy around the United States, and uh, and then. A great guy by the name of Dwight Cartier, he heard about me. I don't know how, but uh, he heard about me, and he brought me down here to perform stand-up comedy on uh, St. Croix, St. Thomas, uh, both islands. And, you know, it, it, just, it just changed the trajectory of my life, my, my vision. I, I, I think that being, being um, like coming up, if you will, in my adult years, in the 70s uh, and the 80s uh, in the Midwest, you know, it's easy to have a poverty of vision because you don't you don't really know what is is really possible for your life. Where, where are you? And, where are you originally from? I'm sorry. Where are you originally from? Where do you hail from? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm originally from the from the Midwest. I'm from Ohio. You're from Ohio. Okay. In the Great Lakes. Yeah, from the uh, Great Lakes region. Um, I haven't lived there in, in many... Actually, it's funny. I haven't lived there since 
Dwight Cartier brought me down here to the Virgin Islands to perform stand-up. Wow. Um, because uh, after that, I, I, after that tour, I went back to the States, did one, maybe two more comedy tours with some other promoters, and then I was offered a position uh, on air at Isle 95 mm -hmm. uh, over on St. Croix. I stayed at Isle 95 for three years, I think, three or four years, and then... Uh, I was uh, brought over here to St. Thomas to to do uh, 105 Jam. Yeah, yeah. Where I, I, I got people. Yeah, I got people texting me right now, telling me you're at 105.3 and all that stuff. So, they, they, yeah, they, they're glad. They're glad. They're glad they're here. They're glad. And you actually, um, the WSTX was down for a little bit, and you were on. You helped bring it back up. You helped revive it um, when they came back on the air, and. Uh, I I remember uh, you ca they came on in the middle of a of a Saint Croix Cruise Festival and you were playing Fever that song Fever for a long long time oh Fever <laughs> I, 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 you played it like ten times in a row because you were just having fun with it I remember I remember that yeah <laughs> that I guess that was one of the things I was I was known to do man it's they're just music as as a whole you know music provides. Uh, emotional and psychological therapy for all of us, you know, regardless of the age, regardless of our our gender, regardless of our religion. There's some kind of music that moves you, and so you know, being at uh, 105 Jams or STX or Al 95, there are certain songs that people that they are moved by those songs, and and just being you know an air personality, you you can feel it. You know, even if even if I don't see the people dancing, there's a way that you can just, like I say, you can feel people um, being being uh, being moved by those tunes, and so you know when you got a good vibe going, Neville, you just want to keep that good vibe going. You don't want it to stop, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, never. Once yeah. once a vibe going, you want it to last until until ain't gonna last anymore. So then you work your way over to St. Thomas, and then um, yeah. what happened after that? Well, wow. Um, I left St. Thomas in 2002 and, and headed up to Music City. Um, that's uh, the, the nickname for Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And I did, I did a little radio up there. I was doing, um, I was doing actually I switched uh, from pop radio and reggae and started doing country radio. Oh, really? Because I, I've, oh my, I've got a love for country music since I was a child, man, watching shows like Green Acres on, on TV back in the 70s. And, um, and it, it, it's ironically enough, by doing the country radio up there, I was, I was doing that in the uh, afternoons, I think. And then I was uh, the Nashville Convention's Visitors Corporation had me DJing uh, large events like um, for the football team, for the soccer team, um, uh, the July 4th and the, the New Year's Eve celebration that it's grown to be pretty big. And so um, while I was doing those things, I reconnected with uh, the owner of um, Al-95 and, and the, the sister stations. And I was flying, I, I think I did it for about a year. I flew back down um, once a month, twice a month to do um, afternoon radio down here on St. Croix because it was, it was country radio. Um, but that, that, that kind of wore me out a little bit. And, uh, and so I cut that after, uh, like I say, a year or so and just kind of went back to doing the country radio and, and uh, being in the uh, master ceremonies and a DJ for events in Tennessee. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I had a trip. I took a trip to Nashville. I was there for a, for a conference, for a weekend conference back in 2015. That's a nice city, man. Ah, I like Nashville. Man. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. I tell you now, Neville, it's uh, it's um, it's like a city of glass towers now. The the yeah. development and the construction yeah. is just yeah, enormous, yeah, I saw that. man. So, yeah, um, yeah, I saw so much. That. So, you know, one of the things about, and I, I think if you're born and raised here in the Virgin Islands, it's easy to take for granted just how peaceful paradise is. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't have 10 and 12 story buildings and you don't have uh, <laughs> the cranes littering the roads and that sort of thing. So yeah. I say that to say that um, Nashville, be- it became a little too busy for me. I, I just, I, after having the, the Virgin Islands run through my DNA, I think I am perpetually and indefinitely a laid back kind of guy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a little too busy for me, man. No, that's, um, well, that's a, yo, 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 that's a good thing. Okay, don't don't, don't ever yeah. let anybody tell you anything to the contrary. Being laid yeah. back uh, yeah. is, is a good thing, and this is paradise. And uh, and I, I definitely, yeah, man, I. I, I definitely I, uh, will take every opportunity to remind the public that uh, in the dead of the winter, today's February 2nd, it's a nice 80 degrees. And, and you, uh, for those of you who are up there and dealing with the, with the hawk, um, hop on a plane. Come on down. Down here is nice. That's right. That's right. Why, why deal with the hawk when you can get on American Airlines or Spirit <laughs> Airlines and, and fly down to paradise? That's right. So, so, so let's cycle back to Starfest. What, are you, what exactly are you hoping to accomplish? You know, again, Neville, I, I, was, I was speaking with um, some former performers of Starfest. You know, some of us have actually kept in touch with each other, you know, over all of these years, decades, you know, and we keep each other. Uh, keep up with each other's lives and people have been married and they're having children. But we, we always come back to, you know, what would Starfest look like today if we performed it today? And what, what, you know, what would be the concept? What ideas would we want to put into it? What message uh, of, of love could we, could we bring across on the stage? I mean, cause you know, with all of the individual performers, the singers, the dancers, the actors, the musicians, one of the things that I still come away with from uh, the Starfest productions that I was a part of, and this goes back to before uh, Timothy and Tehran were, you know, became the big stars they are as Rock City. They, they were still too equipped, you know, and they were, mm-hmm. I think they were not quite in middle school yet. But at any rate, my point is that we had all of these uh, these different uh, people, different ages and genders, and we came together um, to 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 bring this this collective dream, if you will, to life. So much so that it wasn't just the performers on the stage. We actually brought the audience in inside of the production as as well. And I um, I think that. With all that's going on, you know, around the United States, especially with our, our U.S. government, but I would imagine that, you know, same here in the U.S. Virgin Islands, with there's just so much uh, tension. Um, there's a lot of anger that says that energy is kind of moving uh, through the way, through the airways, if you will. And I just think that Starfest has the ability to um, 
to, to bring a sense of calm, a sense of peace um, with, through art. You know, through our, our artistic endeavors, we can, we can do our part as artists to, uh, to infiltrate that, that anger, that, that anger energy and bring something um, loving and lasting uh, to the community here in the Virgin Islands. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I actually got some some background history here. The first Star Fest was in uh, 1995. And oh, man, you didn't have to do that. You did not have I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're old, my brother. <laughs> you're, you're old, my brother. You got, you got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. All right? <laughs> and uh, wow. they, they said the show has become a Mother's Day weekend tradition on St. Thomas. And now it's about to spin off something that's been on Edgecombe's mind pretty much from the start, a weekly television program showcasing Virgin Islands talent. So he, oh, you know, he, he had, wow. and this is a May 2004 article uh, on the source. And they listed, they listed a number of different artists and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. Clint, Clint, Const- Clint Constantine, Kareem Harrigan, Atala Bertrand, all the way, the singer, uh, Kimsha Counts, uh, uh, reigning uh, yes. uh, Miss VI Talented Teen, all that stuff. So, you know, one of the things, yes. about, one of the things yes. about the St. Thomas source, though, um, and I use it, you know, as a, as, as a reference, um, you know, you Google it and you can get the story. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Uh, yes. It's, it's, yes. Nice, it's nice that you're trying to, you know, at least do a little kind of uh, history thing with the Starfest. Rabbi Luke, it was nice talking to you, man, and... Um, Enjoy, enjoy being back in the territory whenever you're here. Neville James, it was my pleasure talking to you, and thank you so very much for the airtime. You take care. No, nah, not, well. not, not only that, thanks for bringing back memories because my phone, I got the text messages from a lot of people and all that stuff, so they, they like the fact that you <laughs> hey, brought back. Everybody who sends you a text, man, everybody who sends a text, tell them I love them much, okay? No, nah, they can hear you. They can hear you because we got, we got a pretty yep. nice audience here, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. That's Robert Luke. Okay. Um, all right, take care, man. Yeah, you got it. Uh, comedian, DJ. Uh, MC, all that good stuff, uh, joining us and trying to see if he could tap into um, some of that Starfest history from back in the day. We're just looking at a 30-year anniversary in, in, in a couple of years. Okay, so we'll take a break. we come back. Doc School going to be joining me to help educate us on a couple of different items to include what we heard from Bala Bala Christian earlier a while ago. Be back right after this. want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists. 
Stories that affect you. Maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. Here on WTJX FM 93.1. And I want to thank uh, Miss Lola Nichols for hooking me up with uh, Robert Luke, a voice, uh, a blast from the past. You know what I'm saying? Robert Luke, look, he was, he was good. Yeah, you know, you have some people who just know how to deal with communications, be on the radio and all that stuff. And uh, Robert Luke, <clears throat> I remember uh, when I was, um, this is before uh, WTJX Radio. Uh, we listened to other stations. You know, it's not protocol and all that stuff to be, you know talking about other stations but in this case you could do it because it predated NPR's existence here at WTGX and uh, he had was doing some work and in the middle of the festival uh, WSTX were off the air for a while and they came back on and he was the DJ that the first voice that we heard uh, on WSTX you know like WSTA and WV WI those are staple stations in the Virgin Islands over the years uh, WSTX and uh, WR RRA, those are the four big AM stations here in the territory. And uh, Fever had come out. That was a Violator song from back in the day. And he played that song like 10 times in a row. <laughs> he just sounded like, this dude is crazy, but he was good and we needed it. You know, and uh, and that was that was interesting. That's how I uh, got to know him. Uh, so I'm glad that, uh, you know, he is uh, embracing our history. Of course, you know, David Edgecombe, a legend here in the Boys Arms. Um, Raul Carrillo. Um, reach out to me so you could uh, come on one of these days you know you and uh, and, and WTJX uh, like ham and eggs you know, you're know, you a part of this your family you're, you're in this mix your decision making your influence um, but anyway I'm just you know uh, you're a great historian Jose Raul Carrillo and, and you, you know I'm gonna get you on so we could rap a little bit man you got a lot of things that you know that 
I want we to talk about. Okay, I know that you like to stay behind the scenes and you're into protocol, but people need to hear your voice at least once because you're good in terms of being a repository of information. So uh, I could get you on so we could talk about <coughs> um, Professor Edgecombe, you know, and all of that uh, great stuff he imparted on us before he departed uh, in uh, November of 2021. I believe I got uh, the Majority Leader, Falil Bushti, um, here on a Thursday. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Neville. The bush tea I drinking is Maranga. Maranga. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd have tried some noni today, but you want the Maranga so good. Up to you. You check. I want I want the Maranga. You want the Maranga. Maranga bush is what you call it. Is that Maranga? Maranga bush. You check. Maranga bush. I got I got three three of them in my yard. That's so what I think about. They, they got yeah. name. They name the noni and the Maranga. <laughs> I got, I, I got no need. I got to get some meme. You go get some meme. Okay, good, good. Good to hear your, good to hear your voice, man. Thanks for making some time to rap with your boy, uh, yeah, on a lovely, on a lovely Thursday in Paradise. It really is lo lovely today. The sun is, the sun is shining, my brother. Yes. Bright, bright, I tell bright, you, tell you when I banked the can, I went and get my little, a little power drink this morning, a little local oh. thing that man don't make, right? I went and yeah. get, when I banked the can, the sun was waiting for me. I said, what? Seven thirty? What yeah. you doing? What you doing? Not blaring like this, but. You you go take it like it is Grong Hag Day. You know what I'm saying? Grung, so Grong Grong Hag Day. And and never you're talking about the great uh David H. Com. Yeah. Uh, Orig originally from where? Montserrat or Sinkit? Montserrat. Montserrat, right? Montserrat, yeah. He I don't know if you ever saw this play that he wrote called Coming Home to Roots. Right? No. Oh man, that was one that's a master play, man. Coming home to roots. And the drummers in Coming Home to Roots. I saw the play in Antigua. Wow, I was in I was in Antigua for Carnival, mm -hmm. and I went to the I think it's a Caribou Cinema, and the play was being put up there, and the drummers man they were singing they were drumming the 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 old Rastafari chant, one bright morning when this life is, <laughs> and man that thing just move me yeah, and he did he did he did do a, a remix of it and you say raul should be on to talk about it but he did do a remix of it a second edition of it that was uh done here in st thomas awesome man Coming no 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 mood. no david edcombe was a genius or no yeah absolutely he was a genius and, and a, cre a creative genius you check what i'm saying and and uh and and we and the talent is here you know we just get, get to tap into it because a lot of a lot of times the folks who are talented uh, some of them they're intimidated by the stage, and, Absolutely, and, and and it's our it's our job to go out and find them and and help to make them comfortable because they have something to offer. Man, it was a great loss when uh, when we when we lost David Edgecombe. It was a great cultural historic uh, loss. This this brother was a great brother, so may his soul rest in. And and, and again and again again right another Eastern Caribbean right is a. Um, found themselves here in the Virgin Islands, man, the melting pot of the Caribbean, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes <laughs> I, will I will continue to brag about that. And I, I don't know if any, 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 uh, one of your, any one of the audience remembered uh, coming home to Roots. It was also done in, in, in Island Center in St. Croix. It was performed, it was performed over there in yeah, Island Center. Yeah, yeah. right? by, 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 by the way, by the way, we, we, I, I gonna, I gonna put in a plug now. Um, we we need a good three four million dollar renovation for Island Center. Island Center is a historic. We we you know what we need to do we need to deem it. I don't know if it's been deemed yet. 
a, a, a Virgin Islands national landmark and in doing so, make it eligible for that kind of funding. Just like Ray Cole, we need to, we need, we need to lock in them too now as yeah. Virgin Islands landmarks and, and, yeah. and that will allow for them to be eligible for grants and all that stuff. That's just me, but, but you know. Under the, under the delegates' uh, bill, uh, the cultural... Uh, Heritage thing? thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if, if, if that would fit under there because St. Croix is now, going, is a, now a cultural... Uh, uh, what's the Jur- term? Jurisdiction. Name? Jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. Ju- jurisdiction and yeah. within all of that, all those cultural elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, be so. available for funding. So you, you know, you know what we gonna do here? Analyze this. We good for ideas, and uh, we we can't do everything for everybody. We could we could provide the creativity and the ideas, but people got to execute. Cause we generation gone, you know, and generation yeah. done. You check. So so, so 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 we in the business. Well, we still, we still contributed. We contributed, and 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 the vision is still there. And we only want we only want the best. For our people, because we've had it good, we can't complain, docs. We cannot. Oh man, I, 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 I tell you, Neville. For me, personally, I can say the government of the Virgin Islands have been great to me. To me, I, I, I am now retired and to I me. spent 40, 42 years working for the government from a summer. So, I, I just, I just going to tell you. I just going to tell you. When I was thirteen and fourteen, they were waiting for me. You yeah. you you commission. You could say what you want about the politics and all that stuff, but you commission uh, my, my my first summer job. Uh, seven. I was fourteen years old, nineteen seventy eight. I work in the um um housing. Back then it was housing park and recreation, right? Yeah. And, and I was working at Rudy Quaker Ballpark, and yeah. um and and they look out for us. And and then remember we had. We had another program where all the school them had looked brand new by by August because we had a, a school painting summer oh, program. Those, those summer those summer summer program over here in Saint Thomas we had uh, Mr. Roebuck, Elmer Roebuck father. Yeah, Hector Roebuck was was in charge of that. I work in the summer maintenance program myself, but I started in 1978 Neville as an intern in the legislative. Uh, council office. I was just out of high school. Mm-hmm. I was. I graduated in '77. I was at UVI, and then I got this thing. Roebuck was president, and I got this intern. That's when I first started working for the government of the Virgin Islands. So, so you be, so so you are working there with, with when John Madura and I'm not being senator. Yeah, and, all and, those, all those, all those big, all those big brothers. Look not, look not. Them, not, them, 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 them there's le- them there's legend in them. There's legend in Wait, yeah, wait, 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 them three, wait, them three name there, right? When you hear Roebuck, Maduro, and Atlee, they're not, yeah. <laughs> they're, on the St. Thomas side, right? On the St. Yeah. Croix side, when you hear Farrelly and Louis, and, 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 and Rouse, Ruby Rouse, John, Bella, John, John Bella, Bella, and, 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 and Lawets. Out of the West, the, the, bull, the, bull the bull from Anna Lee. When I hear them yeah. name there, that was a, that was a, that was a very important time in our history. Because we were transitioning. That's when we had the major. That was the last part, right? The last part in the 70s, right? That was mm-hmm. the last part of our population tripling. Your check, so That is when, it, Neville, back then is when the ICM party was at, at, at its... At apex. Its, at its apex. Yeah. At its apex. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Well, well I, actually, actually, that was, that was mid... That was early to mid-70s when they were dominant. They took over in 74. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and what do you name? I forget. I think sang a song... Serially King, the gray hair soldier. <laughs> when when you elected, I think you had five ICM senators. Yeah, B, B. Albert, Rob- she, Albert Sheen, Claude Malloy, yeah. Gene yeah. Romney. A holy for them, man. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, uh, man. Zandel, yeah, all of those were ICM senators. Yeah, man. I, ICM, ICM party was a solid movement. You know, absolutely, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so, so the, good old, the good old days. Nothing not around with a little reminiscing here for Bush. But the real reason why I call you, a couple of things I want to touch on. And we mentioned the first thing. Where, um, you know, we had a good hearing in the Virgin Islands. You and I, me, you, Rocky, Randy, we can't complain. Cannot. No. If we complain, then we definitely ungrateful. Right there. We, we, got Tom, we got Tom to use a dirty dog. We'll we be dirty dog if we complain about Good anything. For Good, for Good for nothing. nothing. Good for nothing, dirty dog, right? So we yeah. complaining, so we're not dirty dog, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but the issue that we spoke about Monday, right, where um, we got some calls from St. John and all that stuff about wanting Canil Bay and all that stuff. I don't want to touch on the Canil Bay issue. Right, I want to touch on on how we are obligated, right, to look out for Saint John. Saint John's situation is the Virgin Islands is a unique situation to begin with. Saint John's situation is more unique because of the Park Service taking up more than half of the acreage on Saint John. So we gotta look out for them, right? I so after we had the conversation on Monday. I went home, I was doing some more research because I remember when we in 2008 were dealing with the property tax issue and then I buck up. That's the term we're using now. Archie bucked me up, right? But this case, right? I buck up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I buck up on an article where you, right, were, were, were working to help them with their property tax issue in 2014 when you were a senator, right? Uh, and yes. and um, yeah, in October 2014, <clears throat> excuse me, it says St. John property tax woes gets senators' attention. So could you, I was saying to myself, check this out. We had this problem in 2008 when they had, uh, we, we wanted to implement a new property tax code. And then, of course, they had the flood uh, valuations, right? The property valuations and all, all right. that stuff, right? And the first quote in the article said, taxpayers from St. John are seeking help and that help can come legislatively. Senator Donald Cole said to the overflow crowd at the St. John Legislature building, right? He said, uh -huh. uh, 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 so I, I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. Um, we incorporated the flood, the flood law in 2008, and here you were six years later, and then I came, remember, I came back in in 15, and we had hearings over there. Um, I had the conversation with... Um, doing Henry on Tuesday. And he was saying, maybe we need a new zoning designation to address that situation over there. So what? It was, so what's your take on that? Well, I, I heard the conversation with you and, uh, and the attorney, and I, I, I believe in the concept that he's talking about. And the legislature can do that. The, the thing that was happening there in Neville over there in St. John is that the building of these hotels and these rich people over in St. John those guys who have invested over the million dollar home next to my little uh, two pence at me home, I was getting ready to pay the same property tax as these guys are, are, are paying, right? My, my, the property, the value of my property escalated, but you only get that value, Neville, if you sell the property. Mm -hmm. So before I sell the property, why should I be paying that amount? So we had passed a bill, I think Iraqi was the sponsor of the, the legislation that basically said, uh, if you're located next to 
one of these multi-million dollar homes and all that, your property tax cannot raise no more than, I think, 10%. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we put a, a limit on that to protect the small property owner that is within the same area at these multi-million dollar homes that were building. And then you had the, the hotel and property over there is so expensive and the, the tax the tax laws were really squeezing the the small man. And, well, well, I remember I had a conversation with Dr. Shabbat here on St. Croix at the time. And he said, and look, the beauty of the Virgin Islands is that um, Tip O'Neill slang or, 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 or um, axiom of all politics being local is actually more... Uh, is more real here in the Virgin Islands because everybody knows everybody, right? And Dr. Shabot, you know, and, and they come up with ideas and all that stuff. Dr. Shabot said, maybe we need to consider taxing land and leaving people property and what they put on it alone. You, uh -huh. know, you know, that that was just a creative suggestion, right? And and to me, it kind of makes sense because, um, Docs, the notion that a $20,000, $30,000 year employee who owned a house, let's say the father gave to them, Right? Right. And somebody comes up a couple of acres away, builds a monstrous million-dollar-and-a-half property. You can't tax people who are making $30,000 based on proximity. That's a, that, there's something fundamentally wrong with that, Docs. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I, I mean, I mean we, look, we, 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 got to, we, we got to factor in income and ability to pay. Oh, gosh. Right. It, 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 just right. can't be, it just can't be improvements on property creating a change in, in the castle. And this isn't just St. John and Alona, no. This could happen in St. Thomas and St. Croix, right? Yeah. You know yes. what I'm saying? So so just the principle about that, there's, there has to be something to protect you based on your income. And and, 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 and legislative can be done. Uh, Neville, you know, they had the tax review commission that was put in Correct. place. Correct. And that commission, I don't know if they ever dealt with the property tax issue, that commission needs to be revived, right? And then look at the, the commission and look at the property taxes that are paid in the territory, specifically but, on but, the island of St. John, but that's, and but, how we but can that's, legislatively deal with that. We, we're going to a break, but it, it really shouldn't be revived. It should really be a regular thing when you think about it, because... Yeah, but, but I ain't seen a meeting. That's because, what I'm saying. Ex oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, from that perspective, yeah. What we're going to do is take yeah. a break, and we're going to wrap up this, this part of the conversation. Then I want to talk a little bit about some oversight from the PSC, because... Donald Duck's Cole was once the executive director, and he would have some knowledge with respect to that. So we'll take a break and be back right after this. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga... At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. 
right here on WTJX FM 93.1. The news nowadays is a bit like our weather, much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. On 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. During a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here and uh, analyze this, and we're having a, a good discussion. A little bush tea here in Maranga with uh, Daniel Talk School. <laughs> good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. Glad to have you on. The Maranga going down good or what? So, um, <clears throat> we were talking about the impact of policy, right? And how it's important that um, you need that review on a, on a regular basis to know where you're at because things happen in between when commissions and and task force meet and all that stuff so you were talking about the uh the tax the tax review yeah the tax review commission Listen, yeah. know, under the the de young administration uh-huh that that went in i i remember that uh ken bernier yeah uh was a member of the tax study commission and the last time i spoke to him he tax told study me, that's it that tax study tax correct study, yeah. tax study commission yeah. and i know he was on that commission I remember, T- I think Tito Morales was on that commission, mm-hmm. and he was active, and they brought back a presentation as to what it is, everything that they saw, but nothing happened. Seems as though it was disbanded, and they didn't take advantage of, of what is there. So I'm saying, legislatively, uh, to look at that again, I think that those reports, like you say, we do a lot of reports on the sit on the shelf. Sit on the shelf, yeah, man, yeah, we got, we, and, and these are and these are necessary reports because yeah, they they, they keep they, they are supposed to provide for us on a periodic basis, whether it be every year, every two years, what where we have had uh, modifications in our population changes, all that stuff. We need that information. You need it, yeah. Because, well, that, that, because, that, that, because that, without without data, you're making uninformed informa- uh, uninformed decisions. And that was the purpose of the stock study commission, where you sat you sat down and look at it and how we can make the the, the property tax more amenable to us here. And even though you know property tax provide revenues, but you can't be killing people and have people losing their property because of how the laws are written. But that 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 commission did did some work on it. I remember that being in the legislature, remembering that. That that happened, so that can be that can be found and looked at or be revived, you know. So I know we have access to senators who are in the legislature, and we can tell them, hey, listen, look into this. You know what I mean? Well, you know, that's 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 why we're here, and 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 I I definitely want them to know that uh, 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 the 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 Virgin Islands, because of its uniqueness to begin with, and the and the even the ultra uniqueness of Saint John, right? Given their situation, where the park service, like I said, 
um, continues to expand and, and want to expand. Uh, quickly, though, the, 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 on Tuesday, there was a caller who called in and said later this month, um, there's, a, there's a land swap issue going on there for the school and giving more land to the park service. At what point do we reach a quota where we say enough is enough with how much land and St. John going to be park service land? Because that has to happen. That is that is thing that the, the, the park service wants all the land. And the caller spoke about the fact that because that property belongs to the government of the Virgin Islands, right, we can go down and look some wilks and do some diving and do some spare fishing and stuff in that area. If that is turned over to the national park, right, then we can't go down and look for some wilks down there anymore. And that's, a, what I'm saying? and that's a problem. And, and that's that's a big problem. So, and the, the caller did speak about the fact that there's a lot of land up there in St. John that we can we, we can use. We don't have to turn property over. And the property they're turning over is more than they're, they're accepting, they want to accept. Okay? But that piece of property, uh, the key area, still belongs to us. You turn it over to the National Park, you can't pick a Wilkes in St. John no more, uh, Neville. So that is something that I know it's in the works, but I don't know how the, the people of the Virgin Islands are looking towards it, specifically St. John, as to, you know, should we turn the property over? We got, well, you know, it looks like it looks like we're at the back end and, uh, of that decision that's already made, so I don't know. I hope that's not the case, but there's something fundamentally wrong. I understand what Mr. Rockefeller was thinking about in the 50s when he came here and he saw heaven on earth, but at the same time, it can be our park service. I mean, there's a limit. There has to be a limit. We 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 grew up with, with, with our mother them telling we and grandma telling we right. There's a limit to everything. You know, check and and there has to be a limit as to how much of Saint John's gonna be park service. Yes, it's already two thirds of it, and they want to take everything, everything they want and under their possession, and then they. They're taking the locals out of it, so that's that's a problem, and and something Neville that I got a a, a mail from my classmate Pam Richards that outlined uh, the struggle and the fight that uh, former Senator Theoval Moore had in St. John, right, and mm -hmm. his history mm -hmm. and his struggle, and that is something that need to be highlighted. I don't know one of these days if we can get a daughter, his daughter, because she was the one who called in. Yeah, she called in. She called in on Monday. Yeah, Monday and 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 get her, invite her on that group on St. John on the program so they can, you know, delineate what their concerns are in terms of what's happening and development in St. John. Everything in due time. All right. I got you. I know you on this or no? Everything in due time. I, I, got, I, I will say, and I'm not going to be bashful about this, I got a problem with them, though, because we've been promoting making sure St. John's be protected for, for as long as I've been on this program, right? Right, absolutely. And, 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 and I, I never heard once, thank you very much. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then, yeah. and, then, and then the issue comes up on Monday, and then they, 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 find, they find the station number, and they're on here blare, blaring. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm asking for is a little fairness. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying we appreciate you. I mean, like I said, when I had on uh, Senator uh, Marvin Bladen, the vice president, when Tony Henry was was on here, the last thing I told him is whatever you do, look out for St. John. You know what I'm saying? I, I do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? But then we had the issue, and then you know, they come on Monday, and I, I mean, <laughs> the ammunition being there, and I was like, wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. There's two sides to this thing here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't don't think uh, uh, it's just about, well, I won't call in when I got a problem. There's nothing wrong with calling and saying, hey, we appreciate you looking out for the for the loveliest. Yeah, I live on St. Croix, right? Yeah. St. Croix is home. St. Croix is, 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 it will always be home. Will always, my heart always there. And I call a spade a spade. And I said I, I referred to St. John as the littlest and the loveliest. No, it might have it might have a hardcore crucial and say, watch you know, wow, sell we out. Well you can look at it how, how you want. I just call him a spade a spade. I don't say I love St. John more than St. Craig, and that'll never happen. I'm just calling a spade a spade. There is something pristine, big time pristine about how lovely St. John is. And I just call him a spade a spade. It is what Saint it is. John, Saint John is beautiful and St. John's history. Oh gosh. History From, man is yeah. chronicled, you know, in the history of the Virgin Islands. Like they say, go back to 1733. I mean, we can talk, 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 mm -hmm. and talk, and talk, you know. Yeah, what I mean about yeah. that? But, but, but St. John is unique, and the people of St. John are people who want to, someone want to hold on to everything, right? And I have no problem with that, but at the expense of we, providing revenue yeah, for this territory. That's to what I'm run. saying. Uh, uh, so, 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 in other words, right? Doc School went to Kent State, UVI Kent State, get his get, get his degree. Neville James went SUNY New York, SUNY Old Westbury University of Miami, educated, come home, get his. Now we're supposed to come home and be in protection, protection mode and not provide opportunity for those coming after us. There's something Basically. fundamentally wrong with that. So we, we need, need, so, need, so, so we what need we're saying is... Sit down at the table and, and get the compromise and get it done. That, the thank you very much. Compromise, yes. balance. That's what we're looking yes. for, right? The yes. proper balance without without compromising the beauty of the island and the culture and the history. That's all Absolutely. that we're asking for. Quickly, Absolutely. quickly, you've been, a, uh, you've been an executive director for the Public Service Commission. By the way, um, uh, Attorney Dewey Henry Carlin, and he was taking some shots at me, said that I'm talking about a progressive tax because, no, of, because of income, and I want him to know that is not what I'm suggesting. What I'm, what I'm asking is what can we do to protect people who don't have income to pay taxes because somebody pulls up next door and builds a big structure. We got to look, right. we, we got to, we got to find a way to protect those. If they don't have it, if they don't generate that kind of revenue to pay the taxes after a new valuation because of improvements uh, in property in close proximity, what are we supposed to do? Run them out of their, um, their homes? You can't do that. Yeah, and the value of that property goes up, but you, you unless you sell sell the property, you're not going to get the value. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so, so we need to find that 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 that, that there, there's there's that there's there's that needle that needs to be threaded, ducks that we need Absolutely. to we, we need to work at. You know what I'm saying? And we, we we tried that when we we, we passed the law. I think it was Rocky's bill again that that said you can only raise the property tax among us to a certain level. Okay. Mm -hmm. So every time you have a revaluation. And the property go, you cannot raise those property above, I think, ten percent. I'm not. Uh, okay, well, 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 we 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 we're we gonna continue to work on perfecting that, and yeah. and see how made that work quickly. Talk a little bit about the lack of regulatory authority or requisite regulatory authority where wireless phones are concerned. Explain that to the public, if you will. Okay, the wireless phone system in the Virgin Islands is. is regulated by the FCC. And over the years, I was at the Public Services Commission and we have lobbied the legislature to grant authority. Uh, they did grant that authority for us to regulate, but never, it's only limited to service. 
because everything else falls under the federal government, the FCC. So the market is supposed to regulate price and control and all of that. But it's only service that we can regulate. So if your phone go down and you make a call and then to the PSC and the PSC will will call and find out what is going on. That's the only thing that we can regulate here in the territory. That's what the federal government uh, authorizes to do. Everything else falls under the, the FCC. Okay? And that is something that we have that we didn't have before. And and I again, I want to thank the, the 33rd legislature for doing that. Uh, Senator Novel Francis, the president now had attached that amendment that outlined specifically what the, the utility that the PSC can do. Again, I don't remember the, 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 the bill number, but I get that. And tells us all we can do, Neville, is regulate service. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no. so our, everything else is in the jurisdiction of the FCC. Just service. We can we, we can provide uh, uh, that service for the for, for, for the rate, for the ratepayers if they come in and they have problems, then we become the conduit to deal with that. But there's a section of the law because if we're regulating it, then we have to now pay for docket specific and how that docket is going to be paid for. That's another problem that has to be looked at. But right now, all we can do is deal with service. So, so this this should this should um, warrant some type of conversation with with the delegate, then, right? Well, yes, the delegate I, I think is is knowledgeable of what it is. But like I said, the FCC, those guys are the one that deal with with, with cellular service, and and we believe here because we had passed a, a, a an amendment in the in the in the PSC and order saying that telephone service should be regulated and because we move from a rotary telephone to cellular telephone we should still have that authority but again the PSC the, the legislature didn't give us that authority the PSC can only regulate service and it can be amended by the legislature you know yeah yeah because what is is like what is reserved to the FCC what is not reserved to the FCC, the, the local government can deal with that issue. But okay. it takes the courage to put that in place. You're talking about something called political will, my brother. The will. Hey, brother, <laughs> it, took, it took a long time to get to where we are right now. Yeah. And and I had a couple, had some senators in there who pushed and pushed and pushed. Because after the hurricane, you remember when the, the, tele, the, the cellular phone went down? The system went down. That was it. I mean, we can never, we can stay long without power, you know. Not cell phone. But not, 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 this not, morning not. I already mentioned this morning in the program, our cellular service is our Bible right now. How long can we survive without cellular service? No, that sir. Is key. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. If, if, be, be, we, we could make do with that other thing, but in this world nowadays, if we can't talk, we got problem because... We got big problems. So, so like I said, it's a legislative solution can be can be had. I heard the discussion this morning with uh, the gentleman you were talking to from Liberty, and Liberty have some problems, and I think they're dealing with it. And when I was there at the PSC, we set up a mechanism where they have to report to us and send all the number on what they're having. And I know Mr. Satori, who is the acting uh, Look, director number, right now. Hook, hook, yeah. me, hook, me up, hook me up with a conversation with that big shot, number. Hook me okay, up with that one well, day. I, set it up. But she, li- she listens to the program every I, day. I'm, I, like I said, I'm asking a favor. Hook me up with that conversation, man. Asking a favor. Okay. 
in between in between sipping your maranga hook me up with that conversation eh, man. <laughs> so that's basically what it is but we have some authority but not not that that we can deal with the market determines entrance into and regulation and all of that and unless we regulate we can't press and a matter of fact neville what is happening uh via that was what we call the ILEC, the common telecommunication carrier here in the territory, will be losing that status because yeah. liberty, liberty will now be yeah. the thing yeah. of the, 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 the incumbent telecommunication carrier. So that's another issue that... But, but check, this out. Check, check this out. Check this out. Um, let me pick that up on Monday. Let, let that be okay. an item for us to talk on Monday. Because communication is something we haven't talked about a lot on, on the table talk. Let me do that on Monday. Okay? Not a problem. You got it. Thanks a lot, sir. Appreciate it, man. Go looking out. Enjoy the Maranga. Uh, Without a doubt. Yeah, man. Big thing. And, and, and you got to get a meme. And the meme will check. I got to get to the Department of Agriculture. I got that. You go get that meme. You go get that meme. You go get that meme. Go talk to you, man. Take it. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, great show today. Thank you, Bala Bala Krishnan from Liberty VI and Mr. Robert Luke. And of course, Donald Dog School. Be good, be safe, and we'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Analyze This right here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands. WTJXFM. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.